So you, you were just saying before I didn't press record that, um, you know, what it's like to get a, a bit of time before you start your ITI presidency globally. Um, and, and would you mind repeating what you just said there? For a post like this, and for me with my background in, in practice, it's just wonderful to have yeah. this yeah. period to prepare, to learn, you know, and to get up to speed so you can hit the ground running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And have you got, have you got kind of big plans? Have you thought about what you want to change? And um, no, I don't know that I necessarily want to change anything. I think this mm -hmm. is um, a fantastic organization as it is. Yeah. I, I have very clear ideas of what I want to continue. And I think as the clinician that comes into this, I, yeah. I'm very, very mindful of, of the, uh, the strength and of the ITI in terms of its scientific reputation and its independence and so on that and I must very much uh, protect that and carry that forward okay but there's no doubt that we would also like the ITI to grow mm -hmm. and as we grow we will increasingly be representing clinicians based in practice okay also perhaps then just a, you know a large segment of people in university and with an academic background and I would really like to see much more linking up between those two groups um, yeah. if you like the, the research and the education side and how does this translate into us the clinicians one of whom I am yeah I mean how do you do that I mean that's a very difficult thing isn't it reach because you, you know there's different as you say you know, you've got the hospital dentists and then you've got the clinicians working in general practice like myself doing, yeah and how, how do you think you can reach those people better? I, I think we have a phenomenal network. We, mm -hmm. we have the digital means. We, we, as you know, we probably, because you're an ITI member, we, we have moved very swiftly everything online. So we have a campaign at the moment, ITI at home. And, mm -hmm. and it allows us to move our study clubs online in no time at all. Amazing. So Amazing. I think we can use this um, communication options and tools that we have mm -hmm. to enlist much more input from the um, community, the rank and file of, of the ITI and get opinions. So we, we're also doing something else. We, we, are, we realize that we are so big, so global now and have so many sections that you, you can't run this entirely centrally. Right. You, you've got fantastic leadership teams out there in the world and you've got to go with, with the local knowledge and mm -hmm the local understanding of what the needs are what is of interest what's yeah how can we help best and so we're going to look at a model of devolving as well that's not just coming from me mind you that yeah. is coming from the iti board actually one of the reasons i wanted to get you on to this podcast is you've you've pretty much created the bubble that i live in so i you know one of the things i wanted to do with this podcast is just meet other dentists and other implant dentists and see what their views are and talk about but you know i did i started with the foundation and implant dentistry with you know you as one of the speakers on there and then you arranged for that to link on to an msc program which i joined and then i kind of kept up my iti things and uh, one of the things i'm doing with is is trying to play an ambassador role to the young iti um I mean, you, I saw you at the Manchester events. You you do turn up to some of the Young ITI events. So, what what do you think of it as an organisation, um, or the Young ITI as a little side organisation to be? And what we're trying to do? 
I, I, I think that the young ITI is essential. It, it's something that we would like to see in every single sec section of the ITI around the world. And actually, I'm very pleased to say that uh, having looked into this, um, yeah. I think every single section does have some form of initiative. Great. Okay. Um, I think we also feel it is really important to hand over the initiative, you know, what's going to happen, they hand it over to the young ITI because mm -hmm. you, you as an age group, you do go about things in a different way. And, yeah. and you know, at the moment when we're all trying to get used to this digital world, oh boy, yeah. do you also realize that that's yeah. things like, I'm ashamed to say, but when I do my, my Instagram post, I do it so rarely maybe, yeah. that I have to turn around and find someone who can just say, is that the button that I push, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's just a small example, isn't it? And, and yeah. maybe your approach to practice, um, what your practice in life is going to be like might also be quite different. Um, mm -hmm. I think I could be right that many more will be associates, many yeah. more will work for big dental service organizations, and then there's just this fact that many will also be women. And, um, and we now also need to look at how we can help you and assist you further so that we if you like almost make a pathway with some key points some milestones along the way and you say yes if i hit this if i hit this if i hit this then naturally i would go through and become an iti fellow and naturally i'll go through to do the next thing etc yeah so i think that's one of my big you know things that i'd like to work on is this kind of the journey with the iti yeah, no, it's great for me. Uh, you know, it's been a great community as well. So it's, it's kind of introduced me to a whole lot of people that I wouldn't have got to meet. And everyone's really open and friendly and happy to talk about anything you want and ask questions. And there's, there's nothing that's too simple. One of the things I like about the young ITI, and I'm talking to Tamar about this on Friday, is, you know, I think it's, it's a really different environment to any other conferences or events that I go to, because it's just, I think everybody's in the same boat. And, and there's, you know, every, there's no egos, there's no anything else that you expect from or that you kind of get sometimes from implant related things. Um, and it's, just, it's just a nice environment where you just get to meet a lot of people. I think that's really nice to hear. And that's, yeah. that's very much the ITI that I recognize and that I would like it to be. Yeah. I think it is a phenomenal network. And so do you think there's different challenges to introducing women into the implant field? Do you think they're a little bit more hesitant or gung-ho less gung-ho than the male colleagues who just think i'll give that a go yeah yes i in fact it, i don't even think it's something i think i think we know that that's the case and yeah so that's also why i uh decided to to go along with becoming one of the founder members or core members of the women implant network the international yeah. uh, network that we've set up between iti and and Strauman as well with them as a sponsor and us as a support um, and I think there's no doubt about it. Yeah. It, it, it. There's simply not the representation of women in this field. And, and I think you have a very simple uh, if you like, equation here. You have 25 million implants placed a year. Yes. You have 80% of the, of the dentists who graduate around the world now are women. Right. And if we don't engage in this, if we don't become involved and feel comfortable enough and an implant to do a routine assessment to undertake routine maintenance or for that matter deal with minor complications yeah. oh, we're going to have a problem yeah yeah 
And so what do you think the, the key is? I mean, you've, you've alluded to one thing, but I mean, what do you think needs to change to, to get people more interested in or more comfortable with the idea of um, with implanting? I, I think I, it's probably a fact. I don't know what you find in your practice, but I would, I would imagine that most dentists now will see an implant on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So when you qualify from day one, mm -hmm. you do need to have general treatment support skills yep. you need to feel comfortable enough around that implant to to do this routine assessment and maintenance of, of an implant and i dare say that what we should strive to do is to get it in at an undergraduate level okay. if not as a fully fledged discipline but certainly so that every dentist that graduates will have that knowledge and sufficient skills to undertake those two procedures assessment and maintenance okay yeah i guess there's um one of the tricky things coming to a side point of this is when we talk about assessment of an implant there is a lot of kind of there's a different seem to be different people out there doing different things in in, in the way that they think it's correct or incorrect to assess an implant and um, what's your thoughts on that well but for we have the iti curriculum program um, mm -hmm. that starts with um foundation level goes on to an intermediate level and then we're also introducing an advanced level and at foundation level it, it's mostly maybe didactic you can almost do this online but we do have a hands-on element and in that we teach some what we think are these treatment support um, procedures and one of them is routine assessment and, and what we've chosen to do in that and we have a, a demonstration video for that mm -hmm. is I mean, my own way of doing it, but that is again my own way of doing it. But but having put the video together, we put it to, to as we do to ITI peer review, yeah. um, and we decided yes, this is what we put forward. You know, I would stop at the top at, at the like occlusal point of of the restoration, and I would look at what is the occlusion like. Mm -hmm. Is it conforming to the guidelines that we prescribe for that? Mm -hmm. Is there any looseness, chipping, um, fracture, etc.? Is there any issue with the restoration otherwise then you go further down you look at what is the oral hygiene and how is the patient maintaining it is there any inflammation around the, the implant uh, in, in repairing plant tissues and if of course if there is is it then a localized thing do you think this is mucositis or do you think it's perimplantitis and then you go on to take out a radiograph if you suspect that there is bone loss and you want yep. to confirm that and i think that's probably a, a fairly simple logical stepwise sequence then that everybody should undertake and yep. probably be under able to undertake in, in, in as quickly as you assess a tooth right yeah speaking to colin campbell last night and he was saying you know i was saying how do you well, what do you recommend for people my age go out and kind of get the evidence base and and he was recommending one of the, the um consensus statements from the last consensus statement is just you know a great place one-stop shop for everything um going forwards i mean do you i know we've got consensus statements that will come in the future as well but is there anything that the iti can do or, or does do that kind of allows people to keep up to date with with research other than consensus statements that was one of my thoughts that i wasn't sure of. yeah this this um i think i i think i've heard this referred to if you like as living okay. guidelines uh, some some sort of format of living guidelines where although 
you have not yet. I mean, evidence takes a while, doesn't it? Yes. You, you need to get the data. You need to get enough data. You need to be able to compare the data, and you need right. to then it, yeah. get to the point where you can draw yeah. not only consensus statements but also clinical guidelines from it. And I think that it would be lovely if we can find some way where if mm -hmm. if you and I in practice yeah. are presented with some new technique or some new concept of something. Mm -hmm. And we can turn to the ITI and say, so where are we at with that at the moment? Yes. For example, the British Society of Perio, one of the things that they'll put out as well is like a, a summary of research. And it won't be long term evidence, but it might just be an interesting case study or, you know, retrospective study or, or a, a randomized controls study that's come out. So it's not necessarily giving guidelines, but it's just saying here are some of the interesting things that have come around from different publications. But I guess it's difficult for the ITI to do that without it looking like a guidelines. Yes, I suppose it, 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 it could be, but that's, that's maybe just a change of okay. culture in a way that, that you know, if, if you define it clearly enough mm -hmm. and everybody realizes that this is what it is, it's yeah. just there. We, we, in fact, we do have it because um, ITI for years and years and years has offered a literature review, a really comprehensive thing okay. where someone has extracted rather like ADI did at one point with these implant summaries. And ITI has actually been doing that uh, for as long as, as, as that, but it's just not necessarily taken up. So it's, it's something that takes someone a long time to do to come to, to extract from the literature the most relevant abstracts yeah. as one sees it and, you know, and just put them out there. So without any kind of opinion on it but just say this is if you want to keep up to date this is what we think yes is. so if, if you've got the next couple of months at home what's your plans then what do you think you'll do for yeah um iti is as big uh, a part of my week as as it has been for many years and, and that really is considerable number of hours yeah. i also have a study that i do with uh, university of geneva okay it's going to be my study it might even if i really lucky it might become a, a doctorate uh, um, wow. not a PhD but uh, okay which which will infinitely improve my credentials for the interest right so, yeah. uh, so I'm working on that so there's there's plenty and then I, I I think I mentioned to you at the very outset I have also uh, signed up for redeployment um, yeah. that won't be I don't think in, in dentistry because I think that that is uh, reserved for NHS providers mm -hmm. not but let's see if I could find somewhere else where I could be useful as well. Thanks for doing this Charlotte very kind of you to give up your time on very thank short you very time. much for, thank you very much for inviting me it's been a great pleasure and um, yeah. I look forward to hearing not just this podcast but the other ones as well. Yeah yeah well I'll, I'll send them your way. <laughs>